This is IA Forward, your playbook for success as an independent insurance agent. Here to help you knock it out of the ballpark are your hosts, Shane Tatum and Tanya Lead. Shane, earlier this week, you used a phrase that I've never heard you use before, and you said, buckle up, buttercup. That's right. My wife, my sweet little innocent non-sports playing wife, she uses the term, put on your big girl panties. We are parents of daughters that played sports and so that was a common phrase around our house i i would choose as the male in the house to use buckle up buttercup phrase i'm not sure i need to be using the other phrase with my with my daughters or around softball players and 10u and 12u that probably wouldn't go over very well but yeah it's a frequent phrase in our house and i think i was talking about the industry at that point i think that's where i use the phrase is like what's happening in the insurance industry maybe I think that's where that came from, uh, the buckle up buttercup. I don't know. I, maybe maybe hard markets have been in place in different parts of the, the industry. Commercial certainly been in a hardening market for a little while. I think we're, we're starting to feel it on the personal line side. And I, I got an indicator talking to a major carrier just earlier this week, actually, about the auto market. The auto market is reeling from some incredible, crazy... Uh, statistics and data coming out of the first quarter around severity and frequency is still up. You know, that's been there for a little while. We've been fighting the auto market for for a few years with severity, how much a claim cost in general, the average claim cost, mainly because you can't just replace your windshield from a windshield crack in a newer newer vehicle because the windshield has all these sensors and the windshield might cost you $7,000. So it's no longer just a little windshield claim. A fender bender and needing a new bumper is no longer a $1,100 claim. There's too many sensors and it's now an $11,000 claim. And so the severity has been, been trending up. And I think COVID year, everybody made so much money and everybody did well and profits were great and loss ratios were down because nobody was on the road in 2020. And then in 2021, maybe the trend is everybody forgot how to drive. I don't know. I, I don't know what happened in 2021. Maybe coming, maybe we did. Maybe we were locked down and we forgot how to drive. And now we're back out on the roads in 2021. It starts trending. And man, the data that we're hearing on the auto side, personal auto side, is really, really nuts. Like 130 to 150 combined ratios at the carrier levels, 50 to 70% claims cost increases over expected claims cost. These are just nuts. And you just throw that in the bucket and stir it all up with highest inflation, you know, in 40 years and stock market underperforming. We got the perfect storm recipe for a hard market. I think there's a lot of folks that probably listen or just in our industry specifically in the independent agency channel that maybe haven't experienced a hard market. It's a cycle and it happens. I think there will be a lot of people that are going to experience the first hard market of their careers over the next year. When was the last time we had a hard market? You know, we had some mini cycles. There have been little, little cycles. There was a severe hard market in the 80s. There have been downturns, moderate hard markets following 9-11. We had one in Texas in the mold crisis, maybe in other parts of the country around the mold crisis in the early, mid-2000s. The Great Recession 
put us in a mini, a small hard market. All of these things rebounded though fairly quickly. It's a little different right now in that there's so many factors around supply chain and inflation and stock market and not just those factors, but then the type of vehicles that are on the roads today that were on the roads 10 years ago. Severe hard markets. We've had some in the 90s, but I think my experience over the last 10 to 15 years, maybe even 20 years, have been there have been many hard markets. I'm talking personal line side. It's been a pretty steady marketplace. The commercial side has experienced some more frequent hard markets around property in a lot of cases. For those of us that are new to the industry and definitely those of us that have never been through this, when you're saying a hard market, tell me what that means. There's a uh, restriction in growth a restriction in underwriting. And and when I mean restriction, I mean a pullback. Underwriting is going to get harder. An unwillingness to write something that maybe was previously written. Things are going to get super, super conservative. Prices are going to go up on top of that. They're going to have to adjust their rates. They're going to have to adjust their cost to make up for the increase in loss cost that they're going to experience. The bad part and what really kind of hits a hard market is when you're behind the eight ball. And if you get caught behind the eight ball, then you're trying to speed things up. If you want to take the negative Nancy view of things and you wanted to go down that path, which I, I don't really want to harp on, that's kind of where we are, right? We, we're in this marketplace as a result of COVID in 2020 and this sort of depressed pricing market, which feels good to the consumer. And then you're coming out of that in the course of a year, year and a half and boom, inflationary issues, you look up and you're like, oh crap, we're behind. Oh crap, we got to move quickly here. The stock market is also a major, major drag on the insurance marketplace in terms of if I can't get my profits over here in the marketplace, I've got to do better on the underwriting side. I've got to make sure, and we should be disciplined enough as an industry to make underwriting profits, but we have the tendency to ratchet the growth up, make a little less underwriting profit when the stock market will give us some better returns because we're going to take that premium as an industry and we're going to put that into an investment. We're going to we're going to make some money over there. That's why Warren Buffett is worth what he's worth. That's why Berkshire Hathaway's insurance portfolio is their largest sector is because he loves that idea, right? He loves playing the float. If you look up anything on Warren Buffett, he talks about it all the time. Insurance is the perfect float game. I'm going to take your premium today. I'm going to invest it and I'm going to pay for a loss in the future. Maybe. I may not pay for a loss, but I mean, we know that some percentage is going to happen. And so when the market is struggling and dragging, when the inflationary and the loss cost is increasing, somewhat of a perfect storm. That gets a little down in the weeds, but that's what's happening here. And that's why you're going to see this hardening market because they got to make a profit to stay in business. They got to stop a bleeding. So their underwriting piece is going to get harder and harder to underwrite on the risk at this point. So why in the world would I start a new agency right now? Because it's painful and disrupting to a book of business, an existing book of business, as a hard market can be. Agents tend to do really well in hard markets. And I'm going to start a new agency. Well, then I'm not a book that's being disrupted. I become a disruptor. So let's not forget on the personal line side, 70% of our marketplace, if not even more, if we include the direct channel, is full of exclusive agent channel, 
direct channel, they have historically owned a super majority of the market share in most states. Well, guess what? They're a one-trick pony. They have a single carrier. They're not immune to this hardening market. Their book is going to become price sensitive. Their book is going to be disruptive. It's going to cause a shopping mechanism, so to speak, inside those gigantic books of business. If you're an independent agent, you have the choice model and you have more opportunities to find a price, a coverage that is more sustainable. I know we're not price driven, but as all prices are increasing, you become as competitive or more competitive at a higher price because the entire marketplace is increasing in terms of price pressure. And so I think it's a fantastic time to start an agency because you're not going to have to battle the disruption. You get to be in a disruptor. Shane, the economy is in such a downturn right now. Isn't it better to play it safe and then invest in myself later? I know that's the natural thought. I know that it's kind of one of those things that folks look at and go, ooh, it's not a good time. But I think the issue becomes you're going to have to jump. You're going to have to make a leap of faith at some point. If you want to do this right now, if you don't want to do this, maybe you shouldn't be an agency owner. Maybe you should stay where you are. And that's okay. We've talked about that. There's there's nothing wrong with that. But if you have this goal, desire, dream to own an agency, be in the independent agency system, then jumping in a hard market sounds crazy on the surface, but there is the availability of a marketplace to have product to sell. You may not get the one carrier that you're after, but you may get a portfolio of carriers. It may be a smaller portfolio, but it's still going to be a better portfolio of carriers than that single captive company or that single direct rider company. Because you're going to have product availability in the marketplace and this disruption is going on, it's actually less risky now, as crazy as that sounds, because, you know, it costs more to run a business today than it did five years ago. That's a fact. So it sounds crazy on the surface, but it actually is more risky in a lot of situations. If you really think about business ownership, agency ownership, it's actually a bigger risk to play it safe to sit still than it is to make the leap. I think that's really hard and you can kind of hear some really, really intelligent people make that statement throughout history. Somebody shared a Steve Harvey video the other day. I really didn't know Steve Harvey was all into motivational stuff, but evidently he's got some pretty good motivational stuff out there. That that was lost on me, so I found a new motivator. You know, he was like, you got to jump. At some point, you've got to jump. That is true of every successful business owner, entrepreneur out there. Yes, yes, there are risks that have to be taken. That's the same way if we're in this softening, you got every carrier under the sun, everybody's writing business, underwriting guidelines have been thrown out the window, everybody wants the business. That's actually a more risky time because... It's a different marketplace. The consumer's at a different place. The business owner that you're trying to insure is at a different place. That tougher market is actually less risky. And the only one that would struggle is the agent that can't get access to any markets. When I say markets, I mean any insurance carriers, which with organizations across the country, agency groups, that's just not reality today. 
access to markets is available. And that is something that is different than hard markets in the past. There were agency owners in the 80s who either sold, folded up shop during a a drastic hard market. There's one carrier in particular in the mid to late 80s that is a captive carrier that started what they called a rural agent program. And they went and gave independent agents in the country direct contracts. And those small town agents wrote business with them because they didn't have a choice. The market got that hard. At that point in time in history, there were independent agents in the 90s that had 98% of their book of business with that one single carrier. True story. That is not where the marketplace is today, even as hard as it might get and as bad as it could get in the personal and the commercial side. There's enough agency network volume aggregation out there that obtaining carrier access is just not as big of a barrier to entry as it once was. So what would you say to somebody that is currently in the EA channel that was thinking about going independent, but now they're seeing this happening? They may not be getting as many carriers as they thought they would if they're making the switch over. Is this a putting on the brake? Is this a hit the gas? What would you say to to that person? Pure answer there is for the business you're able to retain inside your exclusive agency, premiums are going to go up. Your revenue is going to go up. Things are going to feel pretty good. You're probably going to outrun the losses that you're going to have. If you're a play it safe person, if you're a sit still person, maybe that's what you should do. If you're looking for a chance, if you're looking for an opportunity, if you are trying to navigate the marketplace to say buy low, sell high, if you're looking for an equivalent of that, then it's my opinion that a hardening market is the buy low time to make the leap. Because you may have been told or you may have seen the marketing and advertising efforts of some organizations out there saying, you know, 100 carriers, 200 carriers. Well, number one, that's dumb. That just doesn't make sense anyway, because you can't keep up with 100 carriers. You can't keep up with 30 carriers. That's a lot. So maybe instead of 15 to 18 carriers in your market in this coming hardening and even more hardening market, maybe it's 10 carriers. It's still better than one. You're still plus nine. Maybe it's 12 carriers. You're still plus 11 if you're an EA. It's about perspective. I mean, I'm going to pick on my peers. I'm going to pick on my subset of the industry, the aggregator agency network world. To me, the equivalent of advertising 100 carriers and that ridiculous statement and doing all that is the equivalent of the retail agency doing 100% of their selling on price. It eventually turns and bites you if you're looking at it through that lens. For us, you know, our most successful agents inside our network average about anywhere from 15 to 18, 20 carriers at the most. Our coastal folks, harder market folks, they're probably running a little higher number, 25, maybe 30 at the top end. Because of the marketplace they're in, they have a little bigger portfolio because of coastal issues. But I'm telling you the most successful ones in the average marketplace, 15 to 18. And that really gets down to probably three or four multi-line major regional or national brands that they're really, really focused on. Instead of five, four or five of those, it's three of those. You're still in a better spot. 
I think that's why it's such an opportunistic time to consider that during a hard market. And again, it's kind of a contrarian view of running against the grain. And I think it wins. And that's why I love it. My next thought was to ask you, okay, what are you excited about? But you don't get excited about really anything. So (laughs) what do you have a positive outlook on over the next six to nine months? I'm sorry. I was distracted by the thought of what do I actually get excited about? It's kind of sad. You're right. I don't get excited (laughs) about a lot of things. but Which is why you have me, right? Yeah, I know. You know what I get excited about? It's perspective, I guess, change. I get excited when I get home and my really old man miniature Dotson comes waddling out of the back door like he can run still, but he can't run still because he's excited to see me. That's what I get excited about today. I don't know why that just came to my mind, but maybe perspectives change over time. I'm laughing about you getting excited over Romeo waddling. What are you looking at from a positive perspective over the next nine to 12 months? In the face of this disruption that is here or even coming, in my view, not big on predictors, but I got some direct conversations that are telling me that this is going to get a little messy for a little while. I am excited about where the independent agency channel is in terms of technology efficiency compared to five, six years ago. And I think we are prepared to handle this on the distribution side. Now, I hope our carrier product management side of the business that we need that is so vital to our ability to continue distribution I hope they're as prepared as we are on the distribution side, but I think the IA channel is so prepared for this disruption, even with a shrinking product availability at times, capacity is there. I think we're going to be able to find capacity. And I think because of that, the disruption in the long-held direct and captive part of the industry on personal lines is that this disruption is going to grow us immensely. I think that's the trend that I get the most excited about. We have captive carriers that are getting in or have gotten into the independent agency channel. We have captive carriers changing their entire model to become an independent agency carrier agency something. We have all kinds of stuff going on in the marketplace. You know, Farmers is doing it. Allstate's done it. Liberty's doing it. At what point is State Farm going to jump in? You heard it here first. It's the big behemoth, right? It's the one place that has so much surplus that you're like, wow, what are they going to do? That's the big question I have that I don't have real good details on. But, you know, is State Farm going to stay the course or are we going to see them jump into the independent agency channel at some point? Because they're kind of the long holdout to that as far as the big three. Farmers is in, all states in. What about State Farm? I don't know. It's going to be interesting to watch, but I am excited about our position. I am most excited about our position in the marketplace as a channel, the independent agency channel. It's a two-minute warning. Buckle up, buttercup. The market is going to be disruptive. Pricing is going to be disruptive. Price increases. Carriers are going to have to navigate this by, to quote one of my friends, by throwing everything and the kitchen sink at it. They're going to have to navigate this process. They're going to have to manage their growth. Agents are going to experience market retraction in terms of carrier availability at times. 
I just feel like it's okay. It's going to be okay. It is a cycle. It is a season. And we have been through this before and we will come out the other side. Most of the time we come out the other side as a channel, independent agency side, in a better position. And I believe that's gonna be the case this time. So I'm gonna leave us today with this quote from Vince Lombardi. Leaders are made, they are not born. They are made by hard effort, which is the price all of us must pay to achieve any goal that is worthwhile. Attitude's a choice, make a great one. Bye y'all. Ready to get the ball rolling with your independent agency? Learn more at IntegraAgent.com. That's IntegraAgent.com. Thank you for joining us on IA Forward. Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now or learn more at IAForward.com.